This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. So I'm here in what many consider to be the mecca of kombucha if in Berlin, Germany, certainly Europe, maybe even the world. It's the Café Barbucha in Berlin and hosting me today is the owner, the founder and the, the guru of kombucha, Tadeusz. How are you doing? Hi. Yeah, hi. Everybody. Yes, my name is Tadeusz Zagrabinski and I'm the uh, founder of Berbucha Kombucha and the uh, co-owner of uh, Cafe Berbucha where we produce our uh, kombucha along with uh, many other ferments. And you just have been here since what, 19, 2015? We've been here since, uh, yes, uh, we, we opened up in 2015 in May. Uh, and this was about a year, year and a half after I moved from the U.S. to to, to Germany. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there was actually no kombucha, no unpasteurized kombucha available anywhere in Berlin, in Germany, and there was hardly any kombucha available in many other countries in Europe. Mm-hmm. So that gave me an idea to um, start a company and be one of the first ones to kind of in- reintroduce kombucha to um, the uh, German audience. And I said reintroduced as um, kombucha was quite big in here in 80s and 90s. And that's actually where uh, the uh, kombucha came from to U.S., where from all the... Um, all the homemade small kind of productions and there was a lot of books and first blogs or, or websites about kombucha were all produced uh, kind of established in Germany first and that's where a lot of uh, future kombucha brewers in the US got a lot of first information not necessarily the uh, correct one no correct ones, but at least there was something, something that was available in English. Yeah, and I'll just mention, for the sake of the podcast, you are one of the world experts on kombucha, and your blog, which I've reposted a number of times to Booch News, has got the history of kombucha. You've done extensive research into that, and mm-hmm. a lot of information is very valuable. But when you began in 2015, were you, you just making kombucha? Because today, I can, we'll talk a minute, you're surrounded by... En- any and everything fermented. Was it purely kombucha in 2015? Um, yes, we started with kombucha, but then quite soon we realized that uh, kombucha alone wasn't going to carry us because um, it was um, kombucha at that time. It was known among the uh, older generation because um, they remembered somebody in their home at at home making it, um, like grandma or somebody. And that kombucha was uh, quite medicinal, so um, that means it was made with a lot of sugar, and uh, it was either uh, very sweet or was very vinegary. And people were kind of drinking it in small doses, so um, it wasn't. In, most of that kombucha wasn't anything that you could enjoy like you enjoy kombucha right now. Yeah. Uh, and the newer generations were kind of lost to it. I mean, they didn't know anything about it. So um, it wasn't, it's, it's not so easy to be the first one, actually, because you have a lot of explaining, especially um, that on the market there were already a couple brands that uh, produced um, pasteurized product called kombucha. And it wasn't that good. And it still isn't that good. So uh, a lot of people who tried that pasteurized product, product, 
they actually were turned off from, they didn't want to drink kombucha anymore. So we had to kind of win those people over. And then we had to kind of win other people to our product um, because they um, they didn't know anything about kombucha. So we had we had a lot of explaining to do. So it was a struggle in the early days. What what changes have you seen over seven years compared well, to today? Um, to yeah, at the beginning, um, the first probably two years, um, most of the people that we had in here were uh, either Americans or the uh, people from England or f- from Canada. Uh, and they were always wondering how come there's no kombucha in Germany. Mm. And we're the only place that actually carried in Berlin, one of the only places. Um, seven years later, there is a lot of, a lot more, um, local kombucha producers. Uh, a lot more people have seen or drank kombucha. A lot of people, uh, traveled to countries like, uh, US or, or, or even London and they've seen, um, supermarkets or, uh, like Whole Foods or like Planet Organic in uh, London where you have um, 10, 15 different brands of kombucha. So uh, those people now, now, now are more familiar with the product that something like this exists and actually it can taste good and actually it can also have some additional health benefits. Yeah, and I mean where I live in Northern California, my local Safeway has a cooler that's 15 feet long, 10 feet high filled yeah, with kombucha. Exactly. But in your case, so you began with the liquid kombucha, but here in the store, and I'll be putting photographs on the web of uh, some of the beautiful fermented glass jars filled with cabbage and all kinds of things. So now you have, what kind of a range do you have? Uh, we have about 20 different uh, um, varieties of kombucha and three different lines. Then we have... Um, Probably about um, at least 10 different variations on sauerkraut, uh, plus additional other uh, fermented vegetables like cauliflower, like beets, like um, uh, cucumbers, obviously dill pickles, uh, fermented garlic, garlic and um, garlic fermented and um, honey, pumpkin right now, seasonal. We also have uh, fermented milk products uh, like uh, kefir, kefir cheese mm-hmm. or kefir, kefir, depending which country you come from. Uh, fermented kefir, um, fermented uh, whey, milk whey, as a byproduct from the uh, kefir pro- cheese production. Then we also have stuff like uh, um, seasonal fermented sodas, which is good for kids because... Um, not all the kids uh, necessarily like kombucha, so we want to have a, at least one product that they can have that will remind them of regular um, pop drinks. Yeah. But better and fermented, better and less sugar, obviously. So what's the rough percentage of your, say, your products today, your sales, uh, between kombucha and everything else? Is it 50-50 or...? Um, that... that that changes. That depends on a day. Sometimes there's uh, there's the people who come in and they buy all, only the um, fermented vegetables, mm-hmm. and sometimes we sell a lot of kombucha. Okay. So it um, depending on the clientele, really. And here you've got a, a very nice shop front in one of the neighborhoods in Berlin. Do you also uh, can I buy your kombucha outside of the stop here? Is it sold? Yes, in- we do. Uh, we do deliver to a few places, not too many, but we also work with the um, delivery company that uh, can deliver our product um, anywhere in Berlin. Mm-hmm. 
And for people outside Berlin, we do have an online uh, shop where they can order um, all of our kombucha, all of our fermented vegetables, plus uh, additional uh, stuff like uh, our sets for fermentation, for kombucha homemaking, for water kefir, for milk kefir, and uh, different uh, fermentation glass jars and some other products too. And so for people who are interested, can you maybe spell the website, uh, especially people who don't speak German, they might not know the spelling. Where would they go online to find Um, this? Well, um, the, uh, our name is a, a bit uh, difficult because it contains a uh, one um, vowel with an um, umlaut, yeah. which which is like a with two dots above. Mm-hmm. But as a matter of fact, our um, our um, website the websites don't don't allow umlaut. So it's uh, if you go to www. Uh, B A E R R B U C H A punct kombucha.com then you will find us and there's the online ordering is available and so you ship also like to the other countries in Europe no because um um that would require a special uh cooling um um boxes and stuff like that and these are actually quite expensive yeah. and um, we just want to stay kind of in Germany and more local so Germans can buy from this Germans okay. can buy it anybody visiting uh, visiting Germany kind of for longer can order it from yeah. our online or just we always walk, want to see people in our place oh, yeah and the address can and the address we are located in uh, basically it's a center of Berlin it's Berlin Schöneberg and it's uh, Eisenacher Straße uh, 73. And the nearest U-Bahn or the it's, metro? Uh, UZ, uh, it's U-7. Uh, <laughs> well, it's been very interesting talking to you, and I'm going to enjoy looking more around the store. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. Thank you yeah. for stopping by. Yeah? Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.